Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. So excited for our next guest that our computers just start talking over each other. Welcome to the second hour of the Playmakers. Hi, Adrian. Hey, sports things are happening. They are popping off. We got breaking news for you just to kick things off before we get to our most special of guests. This is Breaking news. Breaking news on 11 for the best brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get inside edge on winning $5.6 million every day this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. Per Jeff, Passan, Passan, whatever. I know he covers baseball. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Passan, You know yes. me. Breaking. <laughs> Padres star Fernando Tatis Jr. violated Major League Baseball's performance-enhancing drug policy and is facing a suspension. Sources familiar with the situation told by ESPN. Which, earlier this week, we talked to Tony Gwynn Jr., who covers MLB mm-hmm. and is a part of the Padres broadcast, talking about how he was set to return here in a couple of weeks and yeah. finally started swinging in San Antonio for their minor league affiliate holy crap the padres went cleveland browns get all these superstars and it might not too hot work to out. handle too hot to handle what fernando could say. fernando there's so many fernandos on our show this week you crash with a motorcycle in yep. an empty parking lot mm-hmm. and then you violate the performance-enhancing the performance enhancing drug policy. That's nuts. Uh, obviously, Is this the MLB, the show, curse? The cover? <sighs> nah, Maybe nah, it's nah. switched over from Madden? Nah, because Otani, Otani's still doing his thing. Well, I know, but what about next year? Uh, stop, don't even. What if he gets worst? traded to, like, the Brewers or something? He'll be fine because he's Otani anyway. Okay. This is nuts. This is nuts. You know what else is nuts? What? Football's happening. Oh, is it time? It happened yesterday, too. What are you playing? Oh, the funniest of football! The preseason is here. Everybody cares, and it's kind of weird. The amount of goodwill towards the Detroit Lions is very confusing. I'm like, I get it. We're all friends now. We are, we're kind of bought in. But I, I see one guy die for a touchdown. Everybody's like, it's on! The roar has been restored. Recover the roar. All of these things. But you know what? Some doesn't uh, matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Correct. That's why. Correct. But uh, we have people that are familiar with the NFC North, right? A little bit more familiar than ourselves. Yes, of course, because the first home game, second preseason game for the Raiders, first for the Vikings is going down. This Sunday, yes, be excited. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams in person. So let's get the perspective of Minnesota and those Vikings. And to give us that perspective 
is Vikings reporter for Purple Insider, Matthew Kohler. All Insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Call me, maybe. It's been way too long since we've caught up, my friend. It's been about, what, three years that we were at that Lynx game and I told you I'm moving to Vegas? You're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was just thinking of that because I'm getting ready to go to a Lynx game tonight, and it wasn't that long ago that uh, we were talking about you moving out there. So I've been uh, following along on Twitter, watching clips of you talking Vegas or whatever sports you might be talking, and I'm very excited and happy for you. Well, thank you so much, my friend. I'm, I'm happy for you. I was looking at the Purple Insider website earlier today. It looks sharp as hell. I mean, I I, I subscribed the minute you put that uh, bat signal out a couple years ago when you got that started after your time at Score North. But you mentioned the links. I, I would anticipate a pretty big celebration for Sylvia Fowles in the, in the building tonight, as well as some playoff implications. Oh yeah, no question. That uh, it's uh, they've opened up the like top part of the arena, which isn't always like open for sales for Sylvia Fowles and. I mean, just celebrating one of the all-time great WNBA careers and also one of the all-time great people in the WNBA. It's been really cool to see lots of, like, national writers interviewing Sylvia Fowles, writing big feature pieces about her. Like, she deserves all of her flowers. But the team is a little questionable, uh, and they really, really need this win. So maybe there will be, like, a little extra juice in the building to help kind of push them over the top because it's not going to be easy for them to get in the playoffs. Yeah, certainly not. And if they're able to kind of sneak in, I'm guessing that they would have a date with either Chicago or our Las Vegas Aces down here. And let me just tell you, it's a little bit of a buzzsaw in the good old Michelob Ultra Arena. But uh, let's get into some Vikings news. We heard earlier today, no Kirk Cousins versus the Raiders this weekend. He's tested positive for COVID. Hope everything is all right with him. I take it he's still not vaccinated. But this is not what we're talking about. But how has he looked during his first training camp with a coach that actually doesn't hate him? Uh, I always uh, respect your bluntness. Um, So with with Cousins in the COVID, first of all, yeah, I don't think he was going to play anyway. And uh, his symptoms are mild, according to Kevin O'Connell. So this shouldn't set him back. He'll basically miss one practice and one walkthrough. No big deal. As far as how it's looked during training camp, I would say up and down is the best way to describe it. They have two of the best receivers in the league, as you know, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And those guys are open a lot in practice. And yet there are times that it just seems like they can't consistently get moving. Um, And then you see kind of like conversations on the sideline between Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins. And Kirk says, yeah, there are some reads that O'Connell wants me to throw that in previous years I wouldn't have thrown that. I would have gone to another read. And so I think that there's a lot of kinks to work out. And it's a really interesting story to talk about how much was it Zimmer that held back the offense? Because when you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, he put up career numbers three years in a row from 2019 to 2021, and Mike Zimmer was his head coach. But now we're all supposed to believe that Zimmer was holding back something much more magical. Um, But, you know, it's also possible that they could be a little smarter and maybe run a little less on second down and 13 and maybe not punt at the wrong time or handle the timeouts better. Mm. Like, I think that they – I think they can do more modern things with their offense, but I remain a little bit skeptical, especially now he's having to miss a tiny bit of time. But Kirk is also 34 years old. 
So I remain a little skeptical that a 34-year-old quarterback, someone could snap their fingers like Kevin O'Connell and have this thing be way different. It's not like they had bums who were running the offense. It was Kevin Stefanski. It was Gary Kubiak. So I think that we're still talking about an offense that should be good. I don't know if it could be great. And whether they make the playoffs or not probably has to do with how much their defense improves. Well, and of course, we, there's always the check down to the flat option, especially for outside of four yards from that first down. That's always there. But, you know, as he's going to be missing the game against the Raiders, and as you mentioned, it, it, he wasn't probably going to play anyways. What's the backup QB situation there? Because I saw a couple articles saying that they're probably maybe going to sniff around outside to to get some reinforcements because Kellen Mond and Sean Mannion aren't, aren't the answer. But uh, what's your read on those two and, and the Vikings' vision for the backup quarterbacks? Yeah, if the Raiders have a decent option as a backup, the Vikings might just try to take them back to Minnesota. Because, Not Peterman! Uh, right now, uh, yeah, is Peterman still there? Um, good for him. So, the, uh, yeah, I mean, the backup situation is not good. It's not good in almost every city. I mean, that's the reality of the NFL. I went through and looked at last year's backup quarterback performances, and I came up with 88 games played by backup quarterbacks and 23 wins. So it's, you know, you're basically looking at one in four chance to win a game if your backup is is in there. So it's not different that Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond are, uh, you know, have no confidence that they could come and win a game. But what if it's something like this? Like, what if Cousins gets COVID again in the middle of the season and you need to win that one game? Mm -hmm. Like, there are other backups in the league who could win one, like, you know, a Gardner Minshew or a Case Keenum we know can come in and win some, some oh. games. There's no confidence in these guys right now. And Helen Mond has just been very slow with everything. Like, he's slow reading. He's slow getting the ball out of his hands. And if they actually count the sacks in practice, he's got a ton of them. He's fumbled snaps. Um, Sean Mannion's kind of been Sean Mannion. Like, he's been okay, but nothing spectacular. And when he gets in games, it's really unspectacular. So this is, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm not really selling this game very well to people there that they're going to want to. It's okay. People are going to watch Vikings, it anyways, but, Caller. They got money on it. Yeah. That's the bit. <laughs> oh, well, of course, of course. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think that it is a concern because there's no belief that they could even win a single game if Kirk Cousins was out. Uh, Matthew, before I ask you a question, Lindsay, thank you for gasping and being excited I, when he brought I, up the name one, Case Keenum. Which one is more it, it alluring the, to you, the the Minshew or the or the Keenum return car? Because I feel like it, both of those are winning scenarios. It was the Case Keenum one. But, uh, Matthew, you know, similar to us here in Las Vegas with the new regime, uh, new head coach, new general manager. Uh, before I get into the, the headline and the quote, that uh, Kwese gave to USA Today. Uh, just overall, what's your sense and your feel of your new general manager, Kwese Odofemense? Yeah, I think that um, the first offseason is kind of hard to really judge because he came in late in the game and is asked to handle a lot of very difficult decisions, right? A decision at quarterback, and they looked into a potential trade there. A uh, decision with Daniil Hunter, and they ended up, deciding to keep him and kind of kick that decision down the road. Do you move on from veteran stars like Harrison Smith or Adam Thielen? And the ownership had a very clear idea of what they wanted. I'm not saying they're Al Davis from back in the day, but I think they had a clear idea that they didn't want to tear the whole thing apart, do a rebuild, trade the quarterback and all that stuff. I think they wanted to take one more swing and basically find out how much was Mike Zimmer's fault. And Quasi Adolfo Mensa executed that vision for them by putting together a team that should be fairly competitive. 
But at the same time, I think one of his quotes from the USA Today piece about not going full Rams was kind of telling. It's like, well, do you really think that you're all in on winning a Super Bowl this year? Probably not. Like, if you're living in reality, you know that it would take a lot of miracles, more than just the Minneapolis miracle, to get this Vikings team anywhere deep in the playoffs with the talent they have and the lack of depth on their roster. So I think that he stepped into a very tricky position. The worst part to, place to be in the NFL is in the middle, and that's where the Vikings have been for a long time. And I think his first impression was, okay, this looks very similar to what they've been doing before, so we're going to have to give it time to, to let it play out with Quasi Dalfamenza. I have heard so many people, big big wigs, big heads in our industry, telling me that the Vikings are an NFC favorite. I'm like, you guys are nuts. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we have so much, un- so many unanswered questions. People got to stay healthy, which has always been a problem. But let's talk about the thing that is always in the bottom line of every single discussion we have about the Minnesota Vikings and their potential. What about the offensive line, though? How's that looking? <laughs> this is how you know you're from here, yep. uh, Lindsay, because – I, I, you know, you're the only person I've, I've been on, you know, I don't know how many of these it's, oh, what about Justin Jefferson? What about Thielen? What about Kirk? But you, I knew you would ask about the offensive line. Well, I would say this, that, you know, they drafted uh, Christian Derisaw last year. He's looked fantastic. So their tackle situation is very good. But the interior of the offensive line, it's very much same old story. They drafted a right guard in the second round. Playing as a rookie could be very tough. They brought in some other veterans to compete at that spot. Uh, None of them are very inspiring. And they've stuck with a center position that has been probably the worst in the league in terms of pass protection. And this is what I'm talking about with the limitations of the offense, where it's like you can name all their playmakers and get excited. And people who bet, you know, the over on Justin Jefferson, you're probably in a pretty good spot there because they're going to throw it to him a lot. But when it comes down to needing to win games, Kirk Cousins can't escape pressure and had one of the biggest gaps last year in performance between when he was kept clean and when he had pressure on him. And I think that it, that's really uh, – it was kind of a mistake or something they overlooked or maybe believed too much that Garrett Bradbury would take another step. And this is just the part about, you know, Kwesi Adapo Mento learning this roster and knowing – how he wants to build it in the future, because I think if he had talked to you first or me, Mm. I would have said maybe you need some interior offensive linemen and not another linebacker. But I think it's one of the things that could very much hold them back. Yeah, call Matt Burke up and see if he'll come out of retirement. It seems like he's got nothing better to do these days. But uh, (laughs) in in terms of – you mentioned Daniil Hunter. He's my favorite player on the team. And obviously the defense is so much different when he's not out there. They're expecting a a full-blown 99 this this year. But there's no Anthony Barr anymore, which is a huge name that's been part of that defense for years. He signed with the, the Cowboys. And more importantly, I think, there's no more Andre Patterson. What does this defense look like now without the, the Zimmer regime and without the, uh, the guidance of Andre Patterson? Yeah, I think it has entirely to do with just how healthy they stay, which always feels like a cop-out to me, and I wish I had a, a, like a more interesting angle. But Daniil Hunter is going to be good, right? I mean, the, you, know, you look at him as a, as a physical specimen, but also somebody who's just a highly intelligent player. So you figure anything new that they're doing schematically, if he's got a stand-up rush, if he's got to rush up the middle, like he's just going to succeed with those things. But the last two years, he's played seven games. And they can't have that happen again where he only plays half the season. Pairing him with Zadarius Smith is also very scary for offenses. But again, Zadarius Smith in health, I mean, he went to the Baltimore Ravens, signed with them, and then mysteriously 
they did not, you know, you know, make that deal official, and then he signs with Minnesota. You kind of can put two and two together that maybe it was health reasons that scared them off. But so far, those guys have been healthy, and the defense looks really good. I think that Jordan Hicks was the right linebacker to replace Anthony Barr, kind of a similar player, a very, very intelligent guy to work with Eric Hendricks. Like, if you go through the first uh, line of this defense, it's you're like, okay, well, they've got some real players there. And, you know, when you're talking about – you know, national people talking about, oh, you know, maybe the Vikings will surprise. If they pull up the depth chart and they look at offensive defense, they go, oh, this is pretty good. But if you look at one layer down, one player behind Daniel Hunter, one corner behind Patrick Peterson, one linebacker behind Eric Hendricks, I mean, it, it falls through the basement in terms of talent. And that's what they're trying to find out here in this preseason game is, do we have some other guys who might be able to step into those roles? Because right now it still looks like the answer is kind of no. But I think that Daniel Hunter and Darius Smith as a pair, if they're healthy for the full season, can be one of the best pass rushing pairs in the league. Matthew, two-part question. Uh, first part, am I a sicko for watching an illegal stream of this Cleveland Browns-Jacksonville Jaguars preseason game? And then a second part <laughs> of that question is, overall, how do you feel about the Raiders? Obviously, we pick up Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams helping out the Vikings in that whole division. Um, but how do you see it playing out in this tough division that the Raiders are in? Yeah, well, I mean, as somebody who dedicates my entire life to covering the game, I, I can't call you a sicko for Thank illegally you. streaming a preseason game. Even uh, on company Wi-Fi? Know. Come on! <laughs> VIP yeah. Rose Sports. Gonna, I, I was going to say, like, what's the budget over there? Is, there's there's got to be a channel. Um, I'm just but, lazy, uh, sorry. You know, I was going to say, if you can afford Lindsay, then you've got to have some money over there. But, uh, the, oh, you know, boy. just when it, when, it, <laughs> uh, when it comes to the Raiders, um, I'm very interested in, in them because I think that the, the division, I'm sure you've heard this a hundred times, but the division is just so so freaking hard. And yet, when you look at their roster and you look at Devontae Adams as a part of this to go along with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, it's like the conversations about Derek Carr and Eric Kendrick, or I'm sorry, and, and Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are kind of like the Spider-Man meme, right? Where it's like mm. everyone says, yeah, that's a pretty good quarterback, but you know, he's got this shortcoming or that shortcoming and never can quite do this or that or whatever. And so I think what they did was said, let's get the best possible player really in the league that we can give Derek Carr, and we're going to get as much out of him as we possibly can. Um, the Vikings have sort of already done that with Jefferson and Thielen, but to have a number one receiver like this, I don't know he's ever had that before, not to this level of Devontae Adams. So I'm very interested to see how that goes. I'm not going to find that out in the preseason game, but just as a general comment, uh, that that really does interest me for this season because it feels like that either they could get sort of steamrolled by the rest of that division, or at the end we could all be going, wow, we thought it was going to be Broncos or Kansas City and the Raiders surprised us. Yeah, it's certainly interesting to see what what this true ceiling is for this team. And, you know, you have the spidey senses, the psychic energy that that, uh, Carr and Devontae have both developed through their college days. But you had a front row seat to to seeing what Devontae can do as a talent, as an athlete, with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. What do you think Adams offers the Raiders in in a new look just based off of what he is as a player and, and what you've seen from Derek Carr? Yeah, a few years ago, maybe last year, two years ago, I asked Adam Thielen something about receivers. And he said, the deal with receivers is when the biggest moments come, you just have to beat a guy one-on-one. Like, that's the end, mm-hmm. that's the end of the deal. Like, if you can beat a guy one-on-one and catch the ball, 
then you're going to be a great wide receiver in the league, more likely than not. And Devontae Adams is probably the best player in the NFL at beating a guy one-on-one. Um, it, whether it's in the slot, it's outside, it's deep, it's short, it's intermediate, it doesn't matter. He is as quick and as precise as exists for a wide receiver. I mean, the number of times, even when Xavier Rhodes was at his peak for the Vikings, it was one of the best shutdown corners in the league, he was still getting roasted by Devontae Adams because he just has such great shiftiness and then, of course, uh, excellent hands to go along with that. And I think that those guys have a natural chemistry too uh, because of their college experience, uh, Carr and Adams, It maybe in the same way that Aaron Rodgers did with Adams. Uh, so when you have, as a quarterback, a receiver who can get open in the biggest spots almost no matter what or no, no matter who is covering him, there's just a massive advantage of that. And I think that there's a lot of quarterbacks who are somewhere between the 8th and the 14th best as far as pure talent in the league. And everything in terms of their success is determined by what you can put around them. And so putting Adams around maybe the 8th best or the 12th best quarterback in the league can elevate that play. And so I buy into the idea that Carr can be the best possible version of himself with Adams. You anticipate any starters making uh, making some waves tonight, or is it mostly going to be that that backup kind of sifting out process as they try to find the depth in the roster? Yeah, I don't think there will be many, especially nobody over the age of like 27 or anybody who makes a lot of money. <laughs> you know, last year they played Herb Smith in the third preseason game and lost them for the year. And That's I'm right. sure that the players, yeah, I'm sure the players told Kevin O'Connell when he got here, don't do that again. Don't, don't put somebody out there for a meaningless game. Uh, but, you know, what's interesting is that all the Vikings' top four draft picks are going to play in this game for sure. None of them have earned spots yet. Uh, Lewis seen the first-round draft pick. The Vikings decided they didn't want Jamison Williams and let him go try to restore the roar in Detroit. So uh, they moved down and picked Lewis seen who's not been playing with the starters yet. So it'll be interesting to see him. And I think the most impressive rookie so far has been their corner, Andrew Booth Jr., um, but we want to see him in a game, like cover somebody. I, I'm sure it won't be Devontae Adams, but cover somebody who's not your teammate, and uh, we'll kind of see how that goes. So that, that to me, other than the backup quarterback thing, which, you know, bring your barf bag, I guess. But yeah. other than that, um, the, uh, the rookies are, are kind of the biggest storyline for the Vikings. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to see Irv Smith Jr. either. He's still kind of injured and banged up, and he's certainly a huge needed piece for the Minnesota Vikings for their upcoming season. Thank you so much for taking the the Friday visit today, caller. I hope you have the best time at the Target Center, and please tell Sloan I say hello and keep kicking ass because I, I see her ascension. I'm like, damn, I know these people. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, again, I'm very, uh, very happy to see your success out there. Very proud of you. And uh, I remember saying, hey, you might have to go somewhere else to get it, uh, get what you deserve, and uh, you have certainly gotten it there. So I'm, I'm very happy for you. And uh, call me anytime you need some football talk. Absolutely. We'll do caller. You were the first guy to tell me that I could write in this business, so I'm uh, eternally indebted to you. Thank you again so much, my friend. Yep, thanks for having me. There he is, Matthew Caller, joining us. What a moment. I need tissues. It's I, getting I mean, it, it's it's a reunion. It's a reconnection. It's 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 so many things. But time is a social construct, just like friendships. And so you yeah. can pick right up right where you left off. No, perfect. And that connection was brought to us by the good folks at BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Coming up, it's time for the deepest of dives. Oh, it's 1140. Chamber of Chaos. Oh, Right. Yeah, that's right, because it's about me. Yeah. 
Oh. It's your moment. It's the chamberist of the chaos. 11.40, the bet. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.